this episode of NBA Odds Pods on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by MyBookie.ag. Use the promo code SGP for up to $1,000 deposit bonus. That's MyBookie.ag, promo code SGP to play, win, and get paid. Also, make sure that you are aware of the SGPN and ATC football tournament. We're teaming up with All Things Comedy to run back the 2019 NFL playoffs via Madden Sims and give away $10,000 in my bookie credits. The tournament is going. So go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash ATC for all the info. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash ATC. ATC. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in pay-per-head providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com SGP. That's aceperhead.com SGP. And finally, we're brought to you by Cushy Dreams. Cushy Dreams is a new company with a full line of premium smokable CBD. Now shipping legally to all 50 states, and if you use promo code SGP, Get 15% off. That's K-U-S-H-Y dreams.com. Promo code S-G-P. Oh, yeah. It's your boy, Ryan McKee. Rich fat baby in the house. You are listening to NBA Odds Pod on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I mean, where else would you be right now? We're about to get into a great conversation I had with Zach Broner, our main NBA handicapper for sportsgamblingpodcast.com. We have a great conversation. Lots we we talk about a lot of questions we need to start thinking about when betting these futures with the NBA coming back some player props to maybe start looking at a couple of notes we recorded this at that point we didn't know that Spencer Dimwitty is definitely sitting out uh, and Bradley Beal is now definitely sitting out Um, I mean almost all the Brooklyn Nets are sitting out including Torian Prince I would say like at the end of that Eastern Conference definitely fade the Wizards because Bertrand is out too. Definitely fade the Nets. They're going to end up in that eighth spot. Uh, Milwaukee is just going to have a walk in the park getting through that first round. So uh, just wanted to come through and say that. Also, we didn't mention uh, the crazy news of uh, Zion's transformation into Bane from the photos that it seems like have, have come out. So I don't know. Maybe I'm liking the Pelicans more and more, especially if uh, more players start sitting out. Maybe they uh, maybe they will get to that uh, eighth seed and overtake the Grizzlies. Although I'm still betting Grizzlies, even though Justice Winslow just comes out and said he's he's undecided on whether he's uh, going to rejoin the team. But they didn't have Justice Winslow all season. Oh yeah, I just wanted to say. Um, you know, I'm going to be ramping up a lot more NBA Odds Pod episodes coming up this month, getting into the season. When the season comes back, I'm hoping to do like five episodes a week or something like that. Really just buckle down and get into this stuff. So if you have any questions, ideas, 
complaints about my voice or something? Anything you think I should be doing better? Guess you think I should be trying to have on? Literally anything you want to say, please hit me up at the Ryan McKee on Twitter, or you can email me at nbaoddspod at the sgpn.io. Again, that's nbaoddspod at the sgpn.io. I don't get a lot of messages from you guys, so it really makes me excited when anybody reaches out for me to me, even if you don't like the show. Just letting me know that somebody's listening and has an opinion, I would really like to hear it. I'm not desperate for emails or anything. Like I have good friends and stuff, but you know, some feedback might be nice. And I know I, I I've listened to podcast hosts all the time talking about how. They want people to reach out to them, and then I'm like, oh, yeah, maybe I should reach out to them and tell, give them some notes, but then I never do. So I totally understand if you don't. I'm just saying your your constructive criticism or just, just lambasting of me, all welcome. All welcome. Okay, that's it. Into the conversation with Zach. And now we're here with Zach Broner, NBA handicapper. Uh, Zach just recently wrote an art. Well, it's been about a week now, but he wrote an article for sportsgamblingpodcast.com. His reactions when the NBA released their schedule for the uh, last eight games of the season. Uh, I've got some questions that I'm going to throw at him based on that. And then some, some new questions that have come up over the last week. But uh, first of all, how's it going, Zach? Uh, it's going great. Uh, Thanks for having me. It's uh, been a while since we podcasted, but uh, as I just told you, I've been dreaming about uh, gambling on the NBA. So That's uh, when you know you're a true, when, yeah. a true, true degenerate <laughs> is when you're dreaming about being in Vegas and gambling on the NBA. Exactly. And that's when you know it's, a, you know, it's about that time to really start you know, diving into this. Um, as much as uh, some of the talking heads on Twitter want to try to take sports away from us uh, by criticizing the NBA's plan, um, yeah. and I'm, I'm sure we, we might, might be able to get into that a little bit today, but you know, we're now 25 days away from, uh, the NBA and all things seem set up for the teams to travel into Orlando tomorrow. Um, so it looks like this is really happening and, uh, it's time to, uh, start really preparing to throw down some money on these games. Yeah. 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 No, there's definitely a lot of haters online, but, um, I think you're going to get that with whatever. And yeah. Yeah. I'm not worried about it. I feel like NBA has a good plan that going forward. Uh, I, you know, we talked a little bit of, uh, before the podcast about how excited we are to see live basketball with uh, TBT. Uh, for those who aren't watching, TBT is the basketball tournament. It's, it's been really fun on ESPN. Um, a lot of college players, some former NBA players. And Zach mentioned he feels like the quality seems really high. And I said, I don't know if it's just because we haven't seen basketball in so long and we're so starved for it that we think it looks good, but it's been fun to watch. Yeah, it's been, it's been fun to watch. I think, you know, for people who follow college basketball, it especially is fun to watch because a lot of the, you know, you look at a guy like Ethan Happ, I'm a big Michigan fan. So obviously I had to battle him eight times in, over the course of his college career. Um, Andrew Dockich, another big name. Uh, but I want to shout out yesterday. Heard that, yeah. Um, that they their were, offense, their offense was absolutely cooking yesterday. Absolutely, they were the first team I saw that was really moving the ball. A lot of the other teams, it seemed like maybe they were just thrown together last minute. Kind of mm-hmm. feels like pickup games, a little street ball, a lot of like one on one. But they were really moving the ball and they're cooking through the whole game. Yeah, John Elmore, uh, you know, obviously a Marshall basketball legend. I believe he plays in Italy right now. But I think 
I think they had that team practicing for two or three weeks. Um, so yeah. these are the kind of, you know, information-based handicapping angles that come into the TBT. If you can figure out who's practiced, who has, you know, coronavirus issues, those are the kind of things that it seems like have been coming into play um, with, with, with who's able to cover these spreads in these games. Yeah, they've already had one of the favorites uh, get knocked, one of the teams get knocked out completely due to coronavirus, um, which is something, we you know, that the NBA won't do. The NBA won't, like, knock out a whole team if like one player tests positive, which is interesting, but, but yeah, so TBT there, there, um, your whole team just goes down and then your opponent moves on. So that's obviously one difference, uh, besides the NBA, but I feel like just watching it, I get a good sense of how this bubble might work. It, it's cool to watch, you know, no, to watch basketball with no fans. They're not pumping in music and you can tell it's like slightly delayed because you'll hear like, you know, the sound will kind of just go out because you hear it's like obviously somebody cussed and they just, you know, bleeped it out. So I, I don't know. Do you think they'll do the same thing with the NBA or do you think they'll pipe in music? Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure exactly what the NBA's plan is, but I will say, I mean, for those who have watched this tournament, I, I don't think it's suffering that much from a loss of fans. I mean, the, the, with you, we've seen some very intense uh, Elam endings so far and, you yeah. know, I think the competitiveness and the intensity can still translate across the TV screen without a crowd in place. Um, yeah. and I, it and hasn't I, made I, my viewing experience any less fun. I don't. Yeah, think. it hasn't made it. I, I honestly has not made it different whatsoever. I mean, I think it's weird, and and we talked about that. How you know the weirdness is something that if we all just agree to get over it, um, it really was not that big of a difference for as a viewer sitting on the couch. So. I think the NBA, and there's no reason to think it should be any different. I mean, if we're looking at, you know, hopefully like a Celtics Raptors fourth quarter with two minutes left, I mean, that's going to be an intense moment regardless of, of, of fans or not. As I mentioned at the top, the guys are back with another awesome Sims tournament teaming up with all things comedy. They're running back the 2019 NFL playoffs and giving away ten thousand dollars in my bookie credits the, the tournament is already going so make sure you head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash atc for all the info and while you're doing that you might as well also click on over to my bookie.ag hey Whatever you're looking to bet on, my bookie has it. They're the globe's leading online sportsbook, featuring live and dynamic odds. So you can always wait for the right spot to place your bet to maximize your chance to win. You wanna you wanna bet on TBT? Go over to mybookie.ag. They have lines for you. Plus, they've got tons of options in their casino with all your favorite games, including thousands of dollars in free entry blackjack tournaments with a $20,000 jackpot prize starting this week. Whichever way you're leaning, you can get those bets without a hassle. From your computer, at your home, or your mobile phone, it's instant access, instant action all the time. Give my bookie a call and they will even place your bet for you over the phone. I mean, that that's some old school shit, but that's pretty cool. Uh, sign up right now using promo code SGP to net yourself some extra cash on top of your deposit. Put in 100 bucks and they'll spot you a free 50 bucks to play. That's pretty cool. That's promo code SGP. Make sure you use that when you make your first deposit. 
With my bookie, you bet, you win, and most importantly, when you win, you get paid. Um, okay, so I'm gonna jump into some of my questions. The first questions are just based off of uh, your article. Uh, so one of the things you wrote is uh, Philly should pass Indiana and play Miami in the four or five matchup. Uh, the Sixers have the second easiest remaining schedule of anyone. Have you changed your mind on that at all in the week since you wrote that? No, I'm, I, I'm, I'm pretty bullish on the Sixers here. Um, I think if you're of the mind that, that this kind of resets everything and just brings it back to talent alone, not I mean that's an, another argument, but in, in in that through that lens, the Sixers are obviously one of the most talented on paper teams in the NBA. Um, and then you know with with that easy schedule, I just see them easily moving past Indiana. Um, I think Indiana plays somewhat of a mediocre schedule difficulty, um, but obviously will be without Victor Oladipo. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I actually like this sort of pathway for the Sixers. I think. The Sixers are the team that presents the most interesting defensive challenge to the Bucks potentially with uh, the ability to put Horford or Embiid or Simmons on Giannis. Um, so I think avoiding both Boston and Toronto and, and being in that 4-5 matchup and then eventually playing the one seed um, is, is a really nice pathway for Philly here. What do you think? Should Brett Brown bring Al Horford off the bench? Um, yeah. I, I, I think, you know, and I, I don't have the numbers directly in front of me right now, but just based on eye tests, I think they've, they've been a good team with, you know, kind of their old model from last year with just Simmons and Embiid. And they've been a good mm-hmm. team with, you know, maybe Simmons and Horford and you can play Tobias Harris with those guys. Absolutely. But all three of them together, I think is a little clunky. That being said, I mean, I think it's interesting to me that that people are, I think a big argument right now is that the Rockets, because of their weird style, are kind of somehow advantaged. And, and I, I've, I've said that as well. Um, but if the Sixers choose to play super big, which they can, that's also a really weird style that would present, you know, a unique and, and different challenge to the team playing them in a seven-game series. So I think they obviously have a lot of flexibility, which I like, and they could present matchup problems by playing big. Uh, that being said, they're probably – in simplest terms, the best team with Horford minimizing the amount of minutes he plays together with Embiid. Okay, if you had to uh, take one or the other, NBA championship odds, Rockets 12 to 1, Sixers 22 to 1, which one are you taking? Just those two. I'm taking the Sixers there for sure. 22 to 1, uh, better odds. Better odds, uh, uh, yeah, better odds. Go ahead. But I was going to say, like, I actually had a, a Rockets question for you because I've been thinking about that as well. And something that I, something that I know all too well as a Suns fan is it always feels like Mike D'Antoni teams feel do really well during the season, but then when you get into these seven game series, people always say like, "Oh, the other team really like figures you out if you're playing seven game series." And you look at Mike D'Antoni's playoff record. He's right at 500. This is not a great playoff record for as many times as his teams have made the playoffs. So is that they have this weird style that it seemed like teams were already kind of starting to figure out right before the, they had to go on hiatus. Um, do you think in these seven game series with defenses really locked in, it's going to be that much harder? I, 
I would, I'm feeling like the more I look into it, the more I think I might fade the Rockets. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not sure I would have them as an, as an auto fade, but you know, the more I, the more I think about this tournament, similarly to you, I mean, the more I think it, it's pretty similar to the regular playoffs. I mean, yeah. it's not that different real in reality, other than that it's in Orlando. In the home court, right. Yeah. Other than the home court. And we could talk more about that too. Um, but yeah, I think the same concerns are still there for the Rockets in that, you know, you have seven games to figure them out. Um, yeah. So, so it'll be, I think their style should be lauded for the, you know, aggressive approach they've taken to sort of come up with this unique approach. But yeah. I, I agree with you. I, I, I have concerns um, and, and their schedule is also tough. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I mean, that's what I, uh, I was just agreeing with you. I think, um, do you think that they could, uh, is it possible for them to drop or gain a spot in the, uh, in the rankings? I think it's, it's very possible to drop. Um, yeah. So I think, yeah, so they open up with, uh, they open up with uh, Dallas. Is that, yeah, they open up with Dallas. Yeah. They play the Bucks. Uh, they play the Lakers. Um, and if you look at the Western Conference outside of the LA teams and the eight seed, it's really, really packed. Um, yeah. So I think, I think the, the eight game schedule, the, the regular season aspect of it, the main thing we want to be watching is Western Conference seeding. Um, because that, that seems to be the thing that's most at stake. Other than obviously the eight seed, but I, I mean, people are talking a lot about Zion. I, I think they'll still get clapped by the Lakers in the first round. Well, absolutely. <laughs> um, okay, so going back to your article, one of the things you have is you, you're saying that schedules ha- the or <clears throat> the Pelicans have a really easy schedule. Do they have the easiest schedule? I, th- I can't remember. I think um, they have the easiest schedule. Yeah. yeah, I think the Pelicans have the easiest schedule. Uh, what do you think their chances are at? Uh, passing memphis um you mean of like earning the right to play memphis or whatever for the yeah or even just yeah. getting in the eight spot altogether yeah um you know i'm i, I think that the schedule breaks breaks right for them um that being said i mean memphis isn't going anywhere um i don't think i don't think any team will launch past memphis to get into that um eighth spot yeah. Um, in, in terms of in terms of it within eight games, um, but obviously but the push I, the play in game. Yeah, push the playing game. I mean, so yeah, so Men- Memphis has a very tough schedule. Uh, they but they do get San Antonio, they do get Portland, they get New Orleans, they get Oklahoma City. I mean, I can see Memphis going, you know, three and five, two and six here. Actually, yeah, um, absolutely. But, yeah, that's a t- uh, but. Um, I mean, looking at the odds right now, will. Will Memphis make the playoffs? They're minus 135 to make the playoffs, whereas uh, the Pelicans are at plus 250 and Portland is at plus 250. Which bet do you like the best? What are the uh, Kings on there? Uh, the Kings are at plus 550. Yes, you see, I, I mean, I, I think I'm on an island here, but I, I might like the Kings there. What are you um, going what? Yeah, all right. I'm going out of left field. Um, you know, the so the Kings, Pelicans, and Blazers are are, are the three teams that are tied um, yeah. for ninth place right now. All three and a half games behind Memphis. Um, the Kings also have have a pretty easy schedule here. Um, and and I, I pulled some stats for the article that they were actually, you know, looking like 
a team that was really on the rise when you when you come back from um or sorry leading into the hiatus mm-hmm. um you combine that with this is a team that was absolutely devastated by injuries this year um including to De'Aaron Fox who came back very well from his ankle injury but should yeah. be very healthy um and you know just in terms of odds I mean I, I think the Pelicans are rightfully lined ahead of ahead of the uh Kings but if you're giving me that extra 300 juice to, to take a team that's essentially in the same position um I might go with the Kings 550 there yeah I mean I I definitely understand all the points you're making but what gives me hesitation is that they're going to have to come and start so hot and within those eight games to make up ground. And, and um, they started so slow at the beginning of the season, mm-hmm. young team, new coach. Uh, they were just starting to establish some rhythm, Buddy healed, never quite seemed to mesh with Luke Walton for whatever reason. Um, I don't know that those all, bring a lot of concerns for me like coming into such an intense new situation yeah no that i think maybe i'm getting caught away in the juice and you're acting you're uh doing a good job <laughs> of you know kind of talking me off the ledge here um but you know to me i i and, and I, i'm on record as being you know kind of one of those anti-zion hype type people um but you know i see sacramento Portland and New Orleans, I think a lot more similarly than a mm. lot of people do. And I, I guess that's kind of where my angle is coming from. Objectively, you know, as you, as you reminded me, I mean, the Kings are not a perfect team by any means. Um, but, you know, this format would allow for them to have just as much of a puncher's chance as anybody else. Now that sports are coming back full force, have you thought about starting your own sports book? Well, you should, and I bet what? You don't know how. You don't have to. Ace Per Head has you covered. They're here to help you start a great sports book. They'll provide you with all-inclusive professional betting site with all the lines updated to the second and wagers graded immediately. They have top-notch customer support going 24-7 and some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Plus, Ace Per Head offers live betting and an amazing mobile experience. Get started today, and Ace is offering up to six freaks free. Just go to aceperhead.com. Slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP for six weeks free. Yeah. Uh, personally, I, you know, I would probably just go ahead and stick with the Grizzlies, even at minus 135. Uh, I just really like their team. I think Taylor Jenkins is a great coach. I think he'll get them pumped up to get going. Um, you know, John Morant, Dylan Brooks, Jaron Jackson, you know, Giannis looks like reborn there and people forget like they have justice winslow joining the team like yeah. right he's yeah. going to be healthy he's going to be back um and we don't know how he's going to fit into them but he's going to be coming off the bench for them that's great have him coming off the bench along with brandon clark who's just been great for his rookie season and DeAnthony melton who also looks like really good this season since he's moved to memphis i like that group that's a deep group right there that is. Uh, I think this Memphis team is getting a little bit underrated. Yeah. Um, and I also think people are, you know, winning to get – how hard do you think it is to win to, for, for the nine seed to win two in a row against the one? Like, how much of an advantage do you really think that is? For Memphis to have two shots to win and the other team have to win both. I think that's a huge advantage. Yeah, no, me too. Because, I mean, we've seen, you know, watch any – 
you know, watch any night of the NBA. And like, what's great about it is like anybody can win. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I think it's a huge advantage. So I, I would just go ahead and stick with the Grizzlies if you're going to put any money on the eight seed. Yeah, I think I think it's a huge advantage. And the other thing is, you know, are we positive that parlaying the Pelicans in or the Blazers in both the in both the per, the prospective playoff games isn't going to just pay you out more than, um, you know, taking the taking the to make the playoff odds. Yeah. Prior. I mean, I could easily see that game being like, you know, let's say it is the Pelicans. I could easily see like New Orleans minus two in that game against Memphis. Um, neutral site, both games. I mean, you, if you just parlay that, you're at the, at the time, you're basically making a similar bet, but you have the security of that already having the tournament. Um, what are yeah. you, uh, what are you looking for out of your sons uh, in this process? Absolutely nothing. We don't even have to talk about them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know why they're going to be there. I mean, yeah. I'll enjoy watching them. Uh, the the handful of Sun fans out there will enjoy watching them. Um, but actually, I wanted to get into because you you were mentioning uh, game lines already. Uh, we have we have game lines out right now for the first few games. Uh, so New Orleans is actually favored minus two against the Jazz in the very first game. Uh, how do you feel about that? That's insane. I mean, that's unless I unless there's something I don't know about Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell in that situation. To me, that is one of the most public, like crazy lines I've seen in some time. Yeah. Um, and then they lost Bogdanovich. The they, they, I, yeah, I, they lost Bogdanovich, but but even still, I mean, if I'm the Jazz, it's not even that big of a harm to me to lose Bogdanovich, in my opinion, because you kind of already were dealing with the issue of having six six guys who with with if you add Royce O'Neal and Joe Ingles, yeah. they kind of already had some playing time decisions that maybe were um, you know, hurting them a little bit. But yeah, this that this line to me is ridiculous. I mean, I, I just don't really understand the New Orleans hype right now. Um, well, it's all Zion. I mean it's all Zion. People want to vote or want, they want to bet on Zion. They're excited. I, I would I would definitely take the Jazz in that first game and just take those two points. Why not, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I 100%. You look at a team who is, you know, motivated. It, I, I, the Jazz, I think, are going to be up there. I mean, they were the team that sort of led us into this whole hiatus, took a ton of flack uh, over the last couple of months. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I mean, I'm almost uh, looking at They just at that. had, like, on the front page of NBA.com, I saw today, like, Rudy Gobert says the backlash has been really difficult. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, I mean, he's had months <laughs> to maybe get over it and seek some therapy, hopefully. Hopefully yeah. they... I mean, it was also okay. kind of on him, you know, at the end of the day. Yeah. But, the, uh, other, the other well, line for the uh, very first game, so it's, you know, July 30th, the game's coming back. They have uh, both Los Angeles teams going head-to-head, which is cool that they put that as one of the first games back uh, the lakers are favored by uh one and a half um i'm still gonna take the clippers i'm still on the clippers at plus 300 for the championship what do you think yeah i i, I like the clippers there too i'm i think it'll be interesting to sort of see how those types of games play out where if i'm not mistaken i think both those teams have already clinched the playoffs and yeah. essentially and essentially kind of clinched their position in the playoffs um but yeah i i like the clippers um i know both of us like the clippers kind of generally 
Um, I'm actually kind of, I mean, to be honest, I'm sitting on some Clippers plus 320 tickets and some Lakers plus 260 tickets, and I'm just going to let both those go. And I, I, th- I think one of the two LA teams is, is going to win the title this year. So um, another one I, I just, in looking at the lines to talk, uh, I think the Magic minus four and a half um, against Brooklyn in that first game yeah, looks, looks really good. Um, the Magic obviously are on the, the on-site team. Um, not that they'll have a home crowd, but that they probably have the least amount of travel-type headaches. Um, yeah. And then you combine that with Brooklyn having a mini sort of outbreak on their team, Yeah, I was potentially not having Spencer Didwitty and DeAndre Jordan. Yeah, no, so I was uh, – that was another thing I was going to ask you. I, I, you know, obviously I don't think the Nets are going to fall out of the – uh, playoffs altogether, but I do think they'll drop to the eighth seed behind the Magic. Um, I, the latest word is that Spencer Dinwiddie is is overcoming, you know, you know, getting over his COVID nineteen con, uh, conditions, and uh, he will hope to rejoin the team. But when you look at it, DeAndre yeah. Jordan is out. You know, when you look at their roster, you, you have like Jared Allen, uh, Torian Prince, Joe Harris. Karis LeVert, Spencer Dinwiddie, if he can come back. But that is it. I mean, that is essentially their team last season, but without their best player in D'Angelo Russell. I don't think... Yeah. I mean, they're going to just... I don't even know. I feel like they're going to give up. I don't know. Yeah, no, that's what I was going to say. I mean, combine that shitty roster with the sort of malaise that Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant has sort of put that franchise in this season... Yeah. Um, I don't think they're coming down here for blood in any, in any sense of the term. Um, and that's definitely a team I think we should be circling to get absolutely smacked in their last few games um, as they're on their way out of the bubble. Um, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm not um, looking to bet on Brooklyn. I, I mean, I think I, I forget where I heard this, but that they're looking to use the bubble as a trade exhibition for Karis Levert and Jared Allen and Joe Harris. Um, so, you know, those guys maybe will have the ball in their hands more. Um, but yeah, I, I don't like this Brooklyn team. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying Orlando is, is a, is a good team, but my first impetus was to auto fade uh, Brooklyn going into this. Absolutely. I mean, at least magic. I mean, they have their team, you know, Brooklyn, they keep losing people. Um, I haven't sit there and done the math of what on how many games that the Wizards would have to win, but uh, the Wizards to make the playoffs are at plus six hundred, uh, and the Nets to miss the playoffs are at plus five fifty. If you think there's a chance that the Nets can uh, free fall and the Wizards have a chance to win the play in, definitely jump on that plus six hundred, right? Yeah, I like that. Um, and, and I mean, I, I think you want to know more about Bradley Beal because I think Bradley Beal is questionable for the for the yeah. bubble. Um, so the Wizards are five and a half games out of the A spot right now. Um, but they just have to get within four. You have to get within four, and you know that the Nets or Magic are guaranteed to lose on night one because they play each other. So you're basically within. Yeah, I mean, I th- I think it could be done. I I like that play, and if Bradley Beal's back, I love that. Play. Okay, just one more quick break, and we'll be right back with the end of our podcast. Cushy Dreams is a new company that you all should be aware of right now. They are selling premium, smokable CBD, a full line of it. They 
They specialize in extraordinary CBD-rich hemp flower and and pre-roll CBD joints. You gotta get those pre-rolls. I love them. Now shipping legally in all 50 states. Join the group of adults who are sick of vapes and gummies. You don't want to be a kid anymore. You want to smoke your CBD. Okay, so this does not get you high. It's, it does totally chill you out. I love it. I it helps me sleep. I can't smoke just regular weed and go to sleep. I because my mind keeps going. But CBD that does it for me. It's awesome. And Cushy Dreams has the best stuff that I've tried. I don't even have to try it. I can just read the ad. But I actually I went out and I've, I've tried a lot of CBD. It works for me, and this is good. Uh, it's grown in California and Oregon, so you know it's not coming from somewhere weird. Uh, each plant is hand-selected by a team of experts who know what they are talking about. It's not some dude like Bill in the backyard and his like trailer or whatever growing them. So again, they're now shipping to all 50 states. You need to go to CushyDreams.com. That's K-U-S-H-Y Dreams.com. And make sure you use our promo code so they know we sent you SGP and you will get 15% off. That's K-U-S-H-Y Dreams.com. Promo code SGP. Smoke your CBD because you can. So the players that you know, we already mentioned Bardanovich is out. We uh, Jordan's out. Dimwitty possibility. Um, anyone else do you think is going to make a big uh, splash that has been confirmed out? Davis Bertrands, he's out, so that could actually really hurt the Wizards' chance if you're trying to bet that plus six hundred that they make it in. Trevor Ariza for the Trailblazers, he's gone. Avery Bradley gone, replaced by J.R. Smith. <laughs> I don't know how much that makes a difference for the Lakers, though. Um, any any names that really strike you as making a big difference yet? Um, not that I've seen. Um, obviously, Victor Oladipo being out is a big yeah. name, but he wasn't even playing that well. Um, yeah, he never going, qu- he never quite yeah, he, regained his form with the Pacers. Yeah, he never really quite was was himself this year. So maybe you know. That, that's why I don't think it's that much of an effect because it's not like they it's not like they're losing you know Victor Oladipo at full strength. They were the team they were you know on their merits without him. Um, I haven't seen much else. I mean, I guess uh, one take I have related to players sitting out is I I really like the J.R. Smith signing for the Lakers and I like him yeah. better than Avery Bradley. <laughs> <laughs> I'm way more excited to see J.R. Smith. <laughs> I mean, we saw him punch a or uh, beat up a uh, a looter already. I mean, that's yeah. what he's been he's been busy in this. Yeah, uh, we, we've also but we've also. I mean, Jr. takes a lot of shit, but we've seen him show up in the finals, you know. And that's more than yeah. we can say about Giannis. <laughs> that's more than we can say about Paul George. I mean, it's more, than we, Smith, can, yeah, it's more than we can say about Avery Bradley. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. About, would it be so surprising that there's one game that Jr. Smith? totally catches fire and just hits like eight threes. It's totally possible. And that's all they need from him uh, being that far down on the bench. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I, how much of J.R. Smith's career is just defined by the fact that Tyron Lou didn't call timeout in that fateful game one, 2018 finals, uh, you know, gaff that everyone likes to shit on J.R. for um, when, you know, he pulled the ball out and they didn't, they didn't get another right. shot off. My my whole take on that situation is, you know, that's on Tyron Lue to call that timeout. Um, and how differently would Jr. be remembered if that wasn't sort of the main meme that that defines his career? But yeah, I'm a, I'm a big Jr. I mean, fan. 
the the thing that sticks out still in my mind for him is like going shirtless after the championship for like two months straight. Yeah, you yeah, never yeah. saw that guy. Well, after, after the Cavs won their championship, you never saw him with a shirt for like two months. I thought that was his, you know, he'll forever be my hero for that reason. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm a fan of Jared Smith. And look, this is a guy that's knocked down big shots. He's guarded Steph Curry in the finals. Um, I think it's a good addition for the Lakers. Um, um, but it, it, obviously we still have some more time to see if, there are any yeah. more big additions or losses to it. Speaking yeah. of, since we're on the topic of Lakers, real fast, who do you start in uh, at the point guard spot? Do you go KCP, Alex Caruso? Uh, do you maybe try J.R. Smith there? I think KCP. Um, yeah. He's been pretty solid this year. I guess it's probably the most, I know like Alex Caruso and J.R. Smith have a considerable amount of uh, zeitgeist sort of around them they're both kind of legends well, that 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 alex caruso i i don't have the numbers in front of me but i know that i've seen a lot of numbers of when lebron and caruso are on the court together they're like plus minus is way up um so yeah, i don't know I, i've never been a big kcp fan but um maybe caruso is just better coming off the bench against the second units but it'd be interesting to see if the if they play around with that at all yeah definitely i mean you know, with Caruso, I, I think he has sort of proved the haters wrong at every step of the way. And, yeah. you know, people always like to say, oh, he's kind of like this jokey player who's more of a meme than a, than, a, than a talent. But he's had a really good year, and I think he will contribute in the playoffs, as you said. Absolutely. Um, okay, and uh, speaking of uh, white guys who might contribute, uh, as the leading Duncan Robinson fan at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, um, do you think he will draw a lot more attention from defenses during this playoffs when now that there'll be more clued in on him? And will that really cut down on his open, uh, corner threes? Yeah, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a little nervous for Duncan in this uh, restart because I think, first of all, he was playing clearly the best basketball of his career going into it and was mm. just so hot. And then you obviously have to sit out. Um, and I know for shooter that can affect your confidence, but yeah, I think, I think you're going to see Duncan Robinson get a little bit more of the, uh, you know, abuse him treatment <laughs> as yeah. like that, as like the skinny white guy on the court. Um, obviously I've been there. Um, yeah. no, and I mean, and, and Kyle Korver is kind of yeah, exactly. famous for no getting like beat up in the playoffs. Like he, yeah. he'll, he'll have like a, a million threes all season and then he kind of disappears in the playoffs. Yeah, um, I mean, I think for the Heat, they're so desperate for floor spacing because their two best players, Jimmy and Bam, neither of them can shoot. So they yeah. do really need and, – and it's not like, you know, Goran Dragic or Andre Iguodala or, or other big players for them are great shooters. So they kind of do need that someone to fill the floor spacing role. Yeah. But, you know, I think this will be a somewhat of a rude awakening for Duncan. Um, That's what I was saying. So, I, I, and and before this podcast, I was uh, desperately like clicking around the internet, looking to see if I could find any uh, player props for Duncan Robinson. Uh, I didn't find any listed, but definitely uh, keep an eye out, and because I I might want to fade him, mm-hmm. as much as I like him, and I, I do hope he does well. I I do root for the guy. Yeah, no, I, I think uh, it's going to be really – I mean, just you, you saying the word player prop just got me kind of excited. I mean, <laughs> there's going to be so much uh, – and, and I think there will be a novelty to it all that's going to be really exciting, and there's going to be so much to bet on, and it's just going to be uh, – hopefully it's a really great event. 
Absolutely. Okay. So those were all the questions I had for you. Uh, wrapping up here, anything else you want to start throwing off? Anything else you're getting really excited about? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I so what are, do you think that the home, I, I saw Giannis uh, was sort of lamenting the lack of home court for the Bucks and how it sucks that even though they earned the one seed, they didn't get home court. What are your kind of thoughts on the role of home court advantage in this and how much of a, of a big deal it actually is? I mean, it's, <laughs> Giannis can cry all he wants to, but, you know, getting to be the one seed in the East means that they get to go up against the Nets, who we just talked about. As str- They're going to be like a shell of themselves. They're going to walk through the first round. I, that, you know, I, yeah, it sucks that you don't get home court advantage, but there's so many weird things about this tournament. That's like the last thing on my mind right now. Like, you're still getting the good seeding from it, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I mean, I think the only, the only place in this tournament to me where home court advantage and the, and the lack of it really comes into play is going to be like game seven of the conference finals or game seven of the actual finals. Yeah. Until then, I mean, I think it's a pretty even disadvantage because the underdog team isn't, isn't getting game three coming home in front of their hype crowd either. Yeah. Um, and it's like, okay, you know, if you're the Bucs and if you're going to seven games of the Magic in game one, like, fuck you anyways. Like, you you know, <laughs> like, that, you, you kind of lost the right to, like, say, oh, yeah, we would have had it at home. Like, you know, I think both. I don't both, know what Giannis is worried about either. Their, 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 their road record was, was awesome also. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they all around played great. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. I, I don't think that the lack of, of home court is something to – worry about or create an asterisk or anything like that i think yeah it's it's, it's very fair on both sides yeah um all right man i mean uh, i'm 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 already getting too excited about this because we still have uh three weeks that we have to wait for it but um it's great that we actually talk about basketball we can watch tbt and uh we'll we'll keep you know i, I mentioned in another podcast i'm going to start doing more NBA odds pods, ramping up to the season. Uh, hopefully do a lot more shorter episodes. Zach will be on a lot and uh, we'll just keep getting you guys pumped. Um, and if you have any questions, uh, reach out to me at the Ryan McKee on Twitter and Zach. Yeah. I'm at NBA Zach B on Twitter. Um, and uh, hopefully we can make some of that Pat Mahomes money. Uh, when we're betting on the NBA tournament, just saw, uh, yeah, just saw he got, uh, just saw he signed for a big bag. So uh, yeah, definitely get some of that panel money. <laughs> All right, man, thank you. Ba, 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 basketball, give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm gonna dunk it. Ba, 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 basket. It's finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer.